Hello, everybody, and welcome to A Court of Books and Booze, our basement book club. I am Skylar, and with me, as always, my two lovely co-hosts, Jessica and Amanda. Hello. Girls? Yeah. Ladies? Women? Women? Girls. <laughs> my two best friends in the whole wide world. Goddesses. <laughs> oh. Mm, yeah. Start doing that one. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> mm. How's it going? Good. Good. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's Amanda's birthday week. We're having a blast. Oh, yeah. I forgot. It's another day. I haven't really done much this week, honestly. My birthday's on a Wednesday. It's kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's like the worst day of the week. Yeah. It's like, what, what, what can you do? What can you do? It's okay. It's only 27. Only. Yeah. It's not a big deal. <laughs> You got nothing to look forward to, except retirement. You can rent at, a car. No offense, but at this rate, none of us are retiring. <laughs> we're we're not here to be depressed. Dying on not, the job. Yeah. <laughs> well, guys, we are changing it up a little bit this week. There will be no milk and cookies. We are going to... Have a just chatting episode. It's our six month special. We have been releasing episodes for six months. Yeah, that that hit just this past week, I think. So weird. Approximately. Yeah. I think it's flown by, honestly. Yeah. To me. The same. So we've been recording for about nine or ten. In total, because we had a little bit of a backlog before we started. So we've been recording for almost a year. Coming up on it. Yep. Releasing for six. It's been a good time. Oof. It's been a good we've time. We've read a lot of different things. It reminds me of the, you know, five-hour episode of <laughs> Throne of Glass. Oh, my and... gosh. These very, those very early first ones of like not comfortable sitting and mics falling down constantly and sounds from the house that you can't <laughs> it was just chaotic the constant he still gets on us about that it's more it's more you though <laughs> whatever talk into the mic jessica <laughs> Eat it. You eat the mic. <laughs> Gets her every time. It's so funny. I'm glad it's your mic because you're putting your nose all up in it. <laughs> My nose isn't gross. Well, there's snot in there. I'm not snotting on you know, it you know aspen, resting my nose aspen on it. did that one time where he like put his nose like way up on the mic and i was like no yeah no not kids <laughs> gross no thank you hmm. but yeah we've done a lot of stuff the past six months mm-hmm. yeah we've got the entire throne of glass series episodes out we've got well most recently half of the hunger games series episodes out next week will will be the third one it'll be mockingjay we've got lessons in chemistry we had the perfect marriage where we had nick as a guest we had cersei 
I think that's those are the only ones we've had out so far. Pretty much because Throne of Glass took up a lot of time. And a lot of my heart. So much of my heart. <laughs> Less of my heart than I think I would have wanted. <laughs> I don't even know what that meant. I enjoyed Throne of Glass. And, you know, at this point, we've we've recorded Akatar. It's in our backlog and stuff like that. I just, I think that so far I have enjoyed her other series more. And mm-hmm. I'm really looking forward to getting into Crescent City and uh, what is it? House of Breath and Sky? House of Sky and Breath Sky is and the Breath. second right. Crescent City. House of Earth and Blood is the first one. Gotcha. Gotcha, gotcha. And then coming in January is House of Flame and Shadow, I believe. So it's still, like, your second favorite. Because you've only read two of the right. three. <coughs> Which, I mean, if you're comparing, yeah. It's really, really well, hard for me to compare the two. But I, we haven't put out Avatar. I literally texted Jess the other day because I forgot that I had lent my copy of Throne of Glass to somebody. She gave it back to me, and I was just like, oh my gosh, I think I need to reread it. <laughs> this book again. I literally said to her, I was like, this is a sign. <laughs> my heart is in one piece now that it's back with me. I do. I want I want to reread it, and especially because, like you said, like we have read more of her other stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to go I want to go back, and I know that we have talked about doing a whole SJM universe once we have gotten through yeah, Crescent that- City and kind of comparing all three series of what she has out right now. Um, I want to do it before we actually like dive in. I want, I want to do it before Crescent City. See, and I was thinking, which that's something we'll have to figure out. I would like to, before the end of the year, read Crescent City one and two that are out and do the SJM Massiverse episode. Massiverse. I love that. Yeah. Because then... CC3 comes out in January. Oh, yeah. And oh, my gosh. I, I want to do January. it before CC3 so j- yeah. we can brainstorm. And, yeah. You know, I really just need to, like, theorize. get on top of it, honestly. But I love Throne of Glass. Holds a special place. So Throne of Glass, because you guys had read Akatar before, like, well before we decided yes. to do the podcast. But Throne of Glass was my intro to SJM. And who, buddy... It hit me the hard. The grip that it still has. <laughs> Honestly. Like, I continuously <coughs> talk about characters in Throne of Glass mm-hmm. all the time. I would be like, mm, yes. man, I really miss Selena. Never, never going to get away from it. No. And keep in mind, this um, six-month episode here right now will have spoilers for these books as, mm-hmm. as we're chatting with them. So, so if you haven't listened to the other episodes or you haven't read these books... Keep that in mind. Yeah, for we, sure. We will be saying things. Yeah. So. Yeah. But I, I really did love Throne of Glass. I like that it's the one series of hers that's finished. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because the other ones are just leaving little holes. Yes. Um, So that was nice to kind of have. It was long, though. It was a long process for us to get through that series and... It was such a commitment. Well, and I think especially for being <coughs> the first series that we did for this podcast. I mean, there are episodes that are long. 
is what it is. But we love the series, and I think that that shows our passion for it. But with a series that we all fell so much in love with and it being so long and heavy, it was kind of a bit of a struggle trying to like get our feet under us when we started this whole thing. Yeah, I definitely will say that you can tell with our pad with our podcast looking at it that we went into this as a group wanting to just read this same book series we we all were like hey you know i know skylar and i were looking forward to it because we had read some of the author's previous work you were wanting to just jump in to like read something with somebody and it just ended up being like this wonderful mm-hmm. meld together of us reading this at the same time we started planning to read the book series together before we started planning to host a podcast together Mm -hmm. and you can tell because if we had thought about starting to host a bookish podcast together first we probably would not have chosen an eight book (laughs) series to start probably not (laughs) so you can see looking at the layout that that yeah, we, we picked the book series before we picked starting a podcast because that's just how it worked. Well, and that being said, Throne of Glass is still our most popular episode. I mean, it's it's blown pretty much everything else out of the water as far as uh, downloads. Mm-hmm. And I mean, thank you, everybody, for that, because, you know, I've I went back over the last few days as we were talking about doing this episode and listened to our prologue and episode one. And then of course, uh, catching fire because that released last week and just the amount that we have grown between the three of us and how we converse and how we converse, how we handle ourselves on the mics, how we just work together. It's a huge huge difference from the very beginning when we were little uh baby podcasters not really having any idea what we were doing Mm -hmm. you know so yeah well and i i feel like you mentioned like thanking everyone for the downloads (coughs) that's something that we don't get to do a lot because we record so much in advance so honestly everyone that's listened to anything that we put out the last six months like seriously thank you it means means everything to us Um, but that's just something I feel like we don't get to say as much as we want to. Um, yeah, just because we are doing most of this like months in advance. So, yeah. And let's, um, let's shout out the call guys real quick because over the last few weeks, they have blown us a little bit of crap because, you know, Colton's a big fan of the, the Hunger Games books and he's like, well, I just want to be able to to converse with them and talk with them while they're, you know, going through this experience. Why aren't they reading one book a week? (laughs) That's because we can't. Some of these books are. Hefty. They're chonky boys. I mean, what kingdom of Ash was 918, I think pages. Uh, court of wings and ruin is another 700. Some. Yeah. So Colton, suck it and i i mean i will say at one point sometime i believe in the throne of glass series we did read a book a week they say we tried we really did try because we 
we were working hard at it and then you know life happens life gets busy you have things and responsibilities you have to do and like yeah these books you want to you don't just want to rush through them you want to be able to Mm -hmm. savor them and experience them especially like these really really good ones that you get into you you don't want to just rush through it just to get it done so you can talk about it you i mean we do this to enjoy the books yeah and i i think that there were I mean, for, speaking for myself, there were a couple books in there that I had to really push myself to finish because I wasn't as engaged in them. Um, but yeah, at the beginning, we did try to record an episode a week, <laughs> and it did not go well. <laughs> we found out we could not keep that up. Not it, not realistically whatsoever. Not and keep our sanity at the same time. No. It eh. was, yeah, it was really hard. So, and I think that that's... Because we had not decided at the beginning when we were going to release either. Because yes. once we decided that we weren't recording one a week, we kind of said, okay, so how much do we want to have in our backlog before we start releasing? And especially now that it's gotten warmer and the kids aren't in school and we're outside more and lives have just gotten busier. Gosh, I'm so thankful that we're not releasing once a week because we would have gone through our backlog within well, like two, two months absolutely and that's exactly what i said because i emailed the call guys last week because you know i was like come on guys listen i was like listen colton come on call guys <laughs> us recording a backlog was the best choice we could have made for this podcast because you know we spent all winter hitting it hard mm-hmm. and then once summer rolled around we record w- what once every two weeks for milk and cookies and then if we're doing a main series you know it's been yeah whenever it works Mm -hmm. just whenever we get it done typically every two three weeks right there are times for example that (laughs) say you know we start recording something and someone gets tired it's super late and we don't finish that's okay yeah we pick it back up a couple days later and no one's stressing about it yeah so, except for Skylar, because he's always stressing about editing. <laughs> but, uh, but, but it was nice because then we did the every other week thing. And then we decided, hey, in our off weeks, why don't we do a milk and cookies thing where we can involve all the kids in our lives? And that has been so fun. Yeah. Being able to dive into children's books, too, um, of all ages has been really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I love seeing these different books that we've read through their perspectives. Like, I know that we've had Aspen on a lot. Um, but even Kyrie, mm-hmm. you know, listening to them talk about how what what they're taking from different books has been really cool to see. And, you know, it makes them feel like a grown up. They're doing a grown up thing and yeah. they love it. So I think that Colton releasing every <laughs> other week has given us an opportunity to do different things. Colton. But feel free to um, enjoy the the remainder two episodes that come out of the Hunger Games series. You can email us about it yeah. as you're reading it. Yeah, tell us your thoughts because you want to read along with us. You know what? Just type them out as you're listening. Yeah, it's fine. We'd love to hear them. Yeah. That's A-C-O-B-A-B podcast at gmail.com, by the way, Colton. Just for you, Colton. <laughs> so, that I mean, that's a little bit of a background on kind of how we operate, how we get our books out. So, you know, if if you're one of those listeners who has sent us a request of something that you want us to read in the future and then recap, um, 
keep in mind, you know, we haven't forgotten about it. It is in our list, but we are... Do you know how long our TBR list is? (laughs) (laughs) Probably as long as everybody else is out there. It's continuously growing. (laughs) (laughs) But um, it is in the works. It just, you may not see it for a while because we do things at such a skewed timeline. Yeah. So I mean, at one point we had like the next four four books lined up that we were going to do because we just kind of put them on this auto generator and just kind of went with it. Mm-hmm. But there were times where we're just like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, <laughs> and I mean, honestly, right now we still do. We have about a half dozen mm-hmm. lined up. Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Past what we've already been working on in the background. Yeah. So... But like I said, because we're doing things so far in advance, we're also trying to, you know, do different and pick up on different themes because we're also like, hey, we're recording this now, but it's not going to release until Halloween. Mm -hmm. Do we want to do something for it? So I don't know. We're trying to do different things like that and kind of pay attention on release dates. So it's in the works. Be patient with us. Yeah, but keep sending them. Keep sending us your thoughts. Keep sending us your um suggestions for future episodes we would love to know what you like to read what you want us to read what you want to hear um you know we all all three of us have our own tbrs of books that we know that we want to read but we'd love to know what you want us to read too mm-hmm. yeah moving past Throne of glass i was really happy that we did a couple standalones yes in between a series i really needed a a breather from something heavy so lessons in chemistry perfect marriage Cersei those are all really really good standalones for the most part (laughs) (laughs) how did you feel how do you guys feel about the standalones in general just having a standalone book in between other series or just you know if you're not really wanting to jump into a huge commitment fantastic i love having that mm-hmm. um what i feel like that's how most of us operate when we read anything outside the group too like jess i know that you sometimes like put a buffer in between series or even within a series from from time to time i am reading two or three books at a time yeah i don't know how generally you do always <laughs> man <laughs> it's hard for my mind to just hop man so what are you reading right now so, I am on the last couple chapters of a book called In Deeper Waters. It is by F.T. Lukens, and it is interesting. I actually, I started this book back in June, and then life happened, and I didn't get to finish it, and, like, my my hold ran out, and I had to, like, re-renew it digitally um but I started it in started it in June because I was trying to accomplish reading three LGBTQIA plus books for Pride Month it didn't happen I got through one and a half and I'm still continuing on trying to read mm-hmm. trying to finish this one up um but it is a it, it's interesting it, I mean falls in that category it's about royals like 
late teens, early 20s, um, pirates, uh, magic, <laughs> shapeshifters, mermen. Um, there's a whole lot going on in here. I'm, I'm like three quarters of the way through and I'm still trying to figure out how the ending is supposed to be. <clears throat> I think they're trying to prevent a war. Hmm. It's not bad. It took me a little bit to get into it. And now I'm just trying to see where it's going. But it's cute. Sure. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I Honestly, I am one of those people that judge a book by its cover. 100%. Mm. If I think a cover looks beautiful, if I think it looks cute, if I like it, I am going to read the synopsis and see if it's interesting to me. And if it is, then I'll put it on my list. Yeah. If I see a cover that looks ugly in my mind or not in my taste at all, it's going to be hard to get me to want to read that book. Fair. It just, yeah. Yeah. That is me as a person. But this cover <laughs> is beautiful. It's like, <laughs> our, it, it, it almost looks like like anime style drawing, but in like watercolor. So, if you can imagine that on the open sea, it looks beautiful. <laughs> so that's what that's what I'm reading right now. I'm trying to get through the last quarter of it um so that I can start rereading a different series tomorrow. Fancy. Yeah. Hmm. What did you think about standalones, Sky? What what are your thoughts on standalones? I think that the the break was much needed, you know, to be able to finish Throne of Glass and then go right into, I think it was Lessons in Chemistry. Yes. It was, it was a nice break from the, the hall that was Throne of Glass, right? Sorry, Jess. I kind of jumped ahead when I was like, what are you reading? I got so excited. No, anyway, that's okay. It's okay. We're, we're still here. Anyway. I, w- I wasn't ready for it. So I was I like, was oh like, God, I got to like. I know. I was like, oh my God. And then you start talking. I was like, wait, we didn't even talk about <laughs> Hunger Games at <laughs> that's all. That's okay. Anyway, continue, Skylar. Sorry. Um, the three books that we went through, I didn't, I didn't enjoy, you know, for, for each of their own individual reasons. But those specifically is how you feel right. about those, not just yeah. standalone books in general. Yeah. I didn't, honestly, I didn't mind The Perfect Marriage. I just thought the ending was predictable. I thought it was okay, but like halfway through, I was just like, mm, I already know where this is going. But the other two were pretty rough, honestly personally yeah well and uh, you know we talked about it during lessons in chemistry the first half of that book was the hardest thing i have i have ever read mm-hmm. the second half after uh what's his name died chuck or larry or <laughs> <laughs> it picked up and i liked it yeah because um, well, that one book of the year and i think jess you were even saying like i can see why some people would really like this i can see why some people would i am not anywhere in that group of people yeah i this would i understand why some people could see that as book of the year but yeah i'm, I'm nowhere in that um it was a huge struggle for me to get through that book at all um, I am definitely down for trying things that aren't in my typical genres, my normal plots or th- whatever. I tried it. 
it was not for me. But you know what? They just put out last week or the week before the New York Times bestsellers list of currents. And it's of of the top five. It's still number five. Like it's still in the top five. Hmm. Even now. Interesting. And every time I see that, I go, I don't know how. I mean, no, no judge to the author or anything. It's just not for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I just it it was it was a tough read to me. It was out of at that point, you know, the typical genres that I would read out of, which. I lean really heavy fantasy. Yeah, so, I think we all do. Yeah, you do? We're pretty high fantasy people. Oh, are you a fantasy person now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I'm a fantasy person. Mr. of Glass. So, and like, I I could appreciate the perfect marriage. I mean. I was interested at the beginning. It it really started. Um. To me, it to me personally, it wasn't super predictable. I was not mm. in the group of people that were like, "Oh yeah, that's absolutely who did it." I was not. I thought the believability of the character actions was not there. Mm-hmm. Like the the way that things were written about, like the the things that like the police staff did. I was like, that that is not even believable. A little bit. <laughs> Yeah. But, um, and I've come to realize with other books I've been reading recently, according to Skylar, is other people just guess things and realize that things are going to happen. And I'm like, clueless over here. I'm getting my mind blown (laughs) when things are going on, which fine with me. Yeah. I don't need to be clued in ahead of time, I guess. Whatever. My biggest problem with The Perfect Marriage was the fact that this book is very specifically. Yeah. Was very specifically written from Sarah's point of view. Sarah and what's her husband's name? Yeah, Adam. Adam. Yeah. So you're getting Sarah's inner monologue through this whole book, and there is nothing that points it back to her. Yes. And that was my my biggest thing. That's like yeah, you know, you're you're so busy hinting at everybody else, but you could be putting those small little hints in the in the dialogue. From the wife. Yeah, I think that I would have enjoyed that more, too, to where once you find out at the end, I'm going back like, oh, shit. And then having to be like, wait, yeah, she did say that, right. didn't she? Or she did do that, didn't yes. she? Yes. That's exactly what I wanted. Yeah. If the I little had, ties. If I had that in the book, it yeah. would have made it ten times better. Because yeah. I, you're right now that it's been so long. But now that you remind me, that was my biggest issue, too, was mm-hmm. if there had to have been, if this is written from her her chapters there had to have been some slip up of her mind that thinks about something right this entire time that gives a little clue into the readers but there was nothing yeah nothing and then cersei i just felt like well hold that hold that thought real quick make sure everybody to go follow geneva rose on tiktok (laughs) yes author of the perfect marriage yes her nephew runs a uh, youtube channel what is it little gamer buddies or something little gamer buddies and it is the one of the best tiktok series i have ever seen this kid is just i think i sent you the yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. the kid is just 
a marketing genius, yes. in my opinion. So, <laughs> so marketing genius. in addition to her being a great author, oh, yeah. I mean, oh yeah, was this this was her was this her debut mm-hmm. book also, yeah. mm-hmm. and it did really well. Yeah, a lot of people really liked it. So, and she's really funny on her social media, and then. Yeah, the the thing that she's got going on with her nephew and his whole thing is just fantastic. Definitely go check it out. Yeah. Good woman. Mhm. Good woman. Absolutely. No, but I think I think Cersei for me personally I was really upset that I didn't like this book more. Me too. I really was. I think that I think I said this in the episode, but it was over such a long period of time. And to me, there was such little character development that I was just like, I don't know why I'm here. I get what you mean. It, it dragged on. Yeah. It, the, even if it didn't really, because it wasn't a huge book, but Mm-mm. it felt like it dragged on. This was one that I had to literally push, push myself to finish because I... It was it was very difficult, and I was really upset because I had heard great things, and maybe, I don't know, maybe if I went and reread it at a different time, maybe. Yes. I think, I don't know. <laughs> um, had it not been oversold to us. That might be it. Because. I saw a lot of things on social right. about it. Yeah. Well, yes. and even, you know, word of mouth from, from people were close to they're like oh cersei was so good cersei was great you guys are gonna love cersei well and even me because i was like super looking forward to it i'm like i mean like i bought i bought things to like go with the picture for it and like (laughs) i was super pumped especially being like obsessed with mythology at the time Mm -hmm. so just having your hopes set so high yeah hey and they fell so far. I've said it for the past what year and a half with Golden Golden Image podcast. Low expectations. Jeez. <laughs> you go in with low expectations, it's hard for something to be ruined. We do have her other work, Song of Achilles. Yeah, one of on, her other books. Yeah, on our TBR. That I am excited about. I've heard good things about that one, too. I'm hoping it's not the same thing to where I go in, like, really hoping that I'm going to love it and hate it. I didn't hate Cersei. It was just a little Meh. bit more disappointing, yeah. Yeah. But. I'm very excited for Song of Achilles. Yes. But Whatever. then we moved in from that right into Hunger Games, correct? Yes. Yeah. I got to say, with the first uh, Hunger Games... Really found myself comparing it to the book or to the movie. I think the Hunger Games easily hits the most disappointing book of the last six months that we have released for me. Just because I can't separate the book from the movie. But that has nothing to do with the book. But it does to me. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's what makes the movie so good. Because it was very comparable to the book. When you get into later ones, maybe not. But I, I enjoyed the book. I can I can see like where the Hunger Games episode might be like the biggest struggle to do because you can't separate them because they're both such huge mm-hmm. entities, major focus points of the last however many years in media. Um, but personally, I don't think that can say something about the book as a work itself 
I just I think out of everything we read, I this is the book I went into with maybe the highest expectations. I was expecting, you know, Jurassic Park, the book compared to the movie. I I wanted something different. Did you read the book or watch the movie first? Jurassic Park? Yes. I watched the movie first, but oh. the book is very very separate from the movie. And and Hunger Games is so spot on. Right. The it I mean it just yeah, I mean you know go back and listen to the to the Hunger Games episode, guys. Yeah. I mean we we break it down really well on our thoughts of just how similar those two sources of media are comparatively, and the the different ways that it's um, received by those of us who read it first, watched it first, etc. For them, yeah. Yeah, but I was really excited to start that series. That was a series where I had seen all the movies, but yep. had not read the books. Um, yeah, so I'm, I really enjoyed them. All of them, even the ones you haven't heard yet. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, because Hunger so. Games and Catching Fire are out. Mockingjay comes out next week. Yeah. And I think you'll notice with episode two, there are a lot more differences when it comes to the book and the movie. And we kind of broke those down a little bit, too, I think. Have you gone back and listened to the Catching Fire episode? That was going to be a question that I asked you guys. Do you listen to our episodes? Yeah, I listen. Well, you you do. You do. I listen. So, of course, we record. Then I listen while I edit. And then I listen on release day. He's committed. I did at the beginning. And now I'm kind of falling short, to be honest. Not giving us a download. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've only had I've only had unlimited phone data for two weeks, guys. So I haven't she's had time yet. She's got to catch up. <laughs> I do. I have to catch up. But I, I am excited and terrified and disgusted to go back and start listening from the beginning. Honestly, the beginning ones are not that bad. No, I just hate hearing myself. Oh yeah, but it's never what I hear in my head. You know, it's absolutely like that for everybody. But yeah. But I, yeah, that was gonna be one of my questions. If I obviously know you do, you edit everything. But yeah, I mean, I'll I'll listen to little bits while he's doing stuff. Yeah, and it cracks me up sometimes. Oh, the the shit I have to cut out of some of these episodes <laughs> is insane. We honestly really hit the booze pretty hard at the beginning too. So apologies for that yeah we've kind of slowed down on the drinking while we're recording and you know we're six months older and (laughs) (laughs) what do you have today though because i have a really fun new drink that i've been excited about skylar bought me this seagram's escapes summer edition blueberry acai lemonade and it is so good it is mm. really good. He bought he brought those home, and I immediately opened one the other day, and then drank two in a row. So good, good for you. Yeah, super tasty. Yeah, what have you got? Um, I haven't been drinking a lot lately, so no judge from us. In my Notre Dame cup here, I have which has Lizzie McGuire on it. By the way, cute. I know, right? Um, shout out Ivy Tara. That's where I got it from. I kid you not. The Lizzie McGuire you got from Ivy Terra? I got this from Ivy Terra. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Super excited to see their new location. Yes. Um, But anyway, I have cherry vanilla Coke. That sounds Mm. delicious. It's actually really good. You did just receive a brand new Twisted Tea, though. I did. I got a party pack 
from Skyboy. With the, the summer flavor rocket pop. Yeah, and then it's also got the peach half and half and the original. Nice. So, Good yeah, deal. he really hooked me up. There you go. So, I'm, I'm curious about the, the rocket pop. Yeah. So am I. I mean, that's <laughs> part of the reason I bought it. I was like, I know Amanda will drink these, but I got to try the rocket pop one. Yeah, too. but I know that I don't like the peach ones, so Skylar's going to take those. There you go. So, they're just weird. I don't think I've ever had one. I don't think I've ever had like a, a twisted D. Yeah. yeah, not really missing much. Yeah. It's just like tea. Yeah, <laughs> Sky, what do you got? Oh, I'm just uh, drinking a good old Yingling, my favorite your, your traditional beer. Yeah, classic drink for a classic boy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> sure. That's funny. But you know, I've got I've got an assortment of beard laying around the house i have sun king downstairs and mm, sun king's good so all stuff that i'm like maybe i'll drink this this episode or i'll just drink a bud light <laughs> jingling yeah yeah well do we want to talk really quickly about other things we have read outside the group the past six months i don't know how quickly this is gonna be but yeah well i'll go first because mine will be quick I haven't done most of my reading outside the group. I feel like has been rereads of things that I have read in the past. So like, mm. I reread like classics like The Giver and To Kill a Mockingbird. Um, I read um, reread Harry Potter. Let me get my Goodreads out so I have my full list here. Like your usual once a year HP read. I do every year. Yes, I really do. Um, The Road by Cormac McCarthy. So good. Never heard of that. What is it? Um, it's pretty dark. Okay. Um, so it's kind of like it's post-apocalyptic for one. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's about a father and a son, um, walking through like a burned America survival thing. But it it's pretty dark. So it's really mm. good though. I, it's a good one. Um. I reread Twilight. Nice. Yeah. Um, some John Green stuff, Fault in Our Stars. That is one I have never read. Oof. Yeah, it's a good one. I've read so much of his stuff. Yeah. That's so, not one of them. Yeah, it's it's good. And some of the stuff I hadn't read in a while. So, like, Twilight I hadn't, I hadn't read in a while. But, you know, when those movies went on Netflix, of course, it sparked my interest to reread. So Absolutely. I did a lot of rereads. But then I also read um, a newer series that I read, um, I just finished like a month ago, was um, Crazy Rich Asians, that trilogy. Really good. You got through all three of them? I got through all three. So how, how was it? What? Better than I what's expected. What's our setting? So, <clears throat> so Crazy crazy rich, rich Asians, I don't know if you guys have seen the movie at all. No. Oh, so good. I want to. So, boy and girl, he takes her home to, his fa- to meet his family in Singapore um mom doesn't approve kind of that that battle um of her trying to fit in but doesn't want to overstep and him choose her over his family you know and it kind of goes into um like what the traditional you know family looks like over in asia Mm -hmm. um so very family oriented um you focus on your family you don't focus on your career especially as a woman um and different things like that 
and obviously his girlfriend that he brings home yes she's chinese but she grew up in america so her standards are a little bit different um so yeah really good and then you move into book two where it talks about more his grandma and who she goes from oh and also they're like extremely rich crazy rich asians right and uh, so book two goes more into, you know, his grandma and different things like that. And it just kind of progresses. But it is the same characters. Um, it was good. I really enjoyed it. They're in the middle of making movie two, actually. Nice. Like that's contracted and set to go. So um, I'm hoping that they keep the same actors because I really love that the, act- the actors they had in the first movie. It's honestly probably one of my favorite rom-coms right now. So good. yeah, over the last like five years. Yeah. really really good that was probably the only like newer thing i read because i just had a lot of things that i went back to so trying to remember i thought you said there was a book that you read probably within this last six months that was from an author who you normally like yeah i wonder if i can find it in photos the bob goff did you did you read oh yeah bob goff books well i love bob goff i don't think i've read him read his stuff recently oh so he did um like love does everybody always um you must have just bought them but hadn't read them or something yeah he did release the latest one last summer that i haven't read yet i have it i haven't read yet but yeah he's um he talks those are more none of it is is fiction it's more of like self-reflection on past stories and stories he knows about other people so like introspective yeah 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 and um it's just really interesting so love does for example is about um like finding love for yourself and you know um being more internally reflective about Mm. things and how you treat yourself and things like that Everybody always is about loving others. So it's really, it's just really interesting. And he has a very interesting perspective, especially the stories that he tells from other people that he's come across in his life. Um, yeah, I, I really like him. He's a really good author and very, what's the word I want to use? Humble hmm. about the way he approaches himself and others and, how he talks about himself and how he thinks other people should talk to themselves. And hmm. yeah, it's very much like, you know how they say like, you need to learn to love yourself and treat yourself properly so you can give that to others. Otherwise, yeah, you know, you're only giving leftovers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's good. I really, I really enjoy Bob Goff. Yeah. I haven't read his stuff in a while though. So. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I must have just been thinking otherwise yeah because he released a book last summer called um dream big i think is what it's called um so yeah that one i have not read yet but yeah another thing on the tbr it's too long <laughs> it's too long there is no such thing as yeah too long. you know i'll never get to them all it's fine <laughs> <laughs> sky what about you oh so after we finished Throne of Glass, the series. And we were all in a pit of despair. I decided I was going to jump into another giant series. 
and I read a nine book series called He Who Fights with Monsters. Okay. And I loved it. It was just it's it's a fun it's a they, they call them light RPGs, and it's essentially in uh, Isekai. You know how in anime the main character gets teleported to another world and becomes super OP. Mm. That's essentially what it was. But I mean, you know, nine books, super good. So I finished that, and then I was like, oh, I'll jump into another one of these light RPGs and see how I like it. But take that back, though, because the moment you finished book eight of He Who Fights With Monsters and you went to go click on book nine, you went, oh, fuck, it's not out yet. It's got two more weeks. What am I going to do? Yeah, I was pretty devastated. I had to wait those two weeks. It was it was a little funny. But those two weeks gave me time to sit down and just kind of like stop reading. Decompress. Yeah, because <laughs> I hit it. I hit them hard while we were reading everything else. So, book 10 comes out in November, by the way. <laughs> Man, everything's coming out in November. Dude. That's going to be a rough November, guys. Yeah, well, uh, and we'll be We're gone. S- yeah, for like half of it. So, I jumped into another uh, light RPG called System Reborn that was just kind of, it was very meh. Hmm. And that was four books. Hmm. So you've been hitting the series pretty good. Yeah. I just want something like, you know, with continuity. Keep that's you going. Keep me interested for, yeah. for a long time. Because I'm afraid if I pick up a standalone book, it's going to be like, well, now I want more. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Jess? Any others in there? Or was it? Nope, just those. those. <laughs> well, it, it, I take that back. Because I do, I do have a like a weekly manga reading oh, list too, true. which is oh, insane. I finished Demon Slayer in the past six months. Did talking you? about manga, Ooh. Oh, I, I always, I always get so upset. So because Nick, Nick and I watch Demon Slayer together, like mm-hmm. as they're coming out, right? But they only have to, up, out until season three, right? So I know what happens, but I can't talk about it <laughs> yep. because Nick doesn't want to read the manga, so I can't talk about it. So it's like one of those things, because you guys know, you read in the same room, where there's like a no shit moment, and you're yep. just like, oh, like the big gasp, and you're just like frantically reading, and you're just like, what's happening, what's happening? I do that all the time in Demon Slayer, and Nick is like, don't tell me. <laughs> don't tell me. And then we watch it, and I was like, see? So good. And he's like, wow, I can't believe you didn't tell me. <laughs> you could have experienced this with me. It's like, excuse me. Anyway, jeez. Jess, what have you been reading the last six months outside of books and booze? Um, a lot <laughs> is what? the answer. I mean, so I like to, I like to have at least one digital book I'm reading. Typically, whatever format we're reading our book as a group in, whether I'm reading it physically or digitally, um. I guess sometimes I've been doing audio too, but I'll have our group book. And then I like to have my own ebook of whatever I'm reading. And then lately I've tried to have an audio book that I'm reading. And then sometimes I'll have a physical book in my bag <laughs> for the heck of it. Gosh, I love audiobooks so much. Anyway. <laughs> and I, yeah, I'm excited to get more into those here. Unlimited data. For real. <laughs> 
It's a game changer. So, interestingly enough, real quick, I I went back and listened to episode zero because I wanted to hear the questions that I asked you guys in our prologue. And at one point, we mentioned audiobooks. And sure enough, Jess is like, you know, they started doing this thing called graphic audio. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like, yep. heck of a foresight there. Yep, 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 yep. Anyway. We're, we're foreshadowing, just so you know. Mm-hmm. Hint, hint. <laughs> anyway. Um, so, I do, I read a lot. Um, I don't, I don't have a list of, like, everything in the last six months, but, um, to go through a few of them, I read, um... Far from Neverland, which is a LGBTQ spicy Peter Pan retelling. It's a standalone, and it, and it was really good. I I ended up liking most of the characters um, as just a, a quick standalone, maybe three hundred some page, low three hundreds. It, mm. it was nice just to be like a quick. I think I did that one right after Throne of Glass. Um, I read, I continued reading Lore Olympus. Um, I read that mostly on Webtoons as it comes out. Um, fantastic series. Highly recommend anybody interested in current books about Greek lore. It's beautiful. It's... Um, it's like graphic novels essentially. So you've got images to everything. It's gorgeous. Um, along that same vein of the Greek mythology, I did read the Touch of Darkness series by Scarlett Sinclair, which is like a Hades Persephone modern world retelling. Um, pretty good as far as plot and world building and spice and all of that. Um, it's got a, uh, sister series, um, that starts with the game of fate and it's actually from Hades perspective hmm. of everything going on. Interesting. In the touch of darkness, which is Persephone's perspective. Really good. Um, they've got, I think, three books out of each of them, and then the next book that's going to be coming out, I don't even have a date on it, but I think it's going to finally merge their perspectives into one, like, final book. Pretty cool. Um, I read a book called Taproot, which was just a really quick, I'm going to guess YA graphic novel, um, about a plant shopkeeper and some ghosts. <laughs> it's just really cute. Um, I, I can't, I have no idea on how to describe it, but it's beautiful. Um, the imagery. Um, I read the Never King series, which honestly is all spice, very little plot. It is a very loose Peter Pan's story. It's a f- set of four 
books and then I think they just recently put out a novella and I think it's just only going to be those four books. I think we got the final book um, maybe a couple months ago. It was all right. It was good for what it was. I didn't go into it looking for a, mira- a miraculous novel. Wasn't that. It was good for what it was. Um, I read The House in the Cerulean Sea. That was the book that I did complete that I wanted to read for Pride Month, um, which is LGBT-focused, cozy fantasy, um, magical beings, standalone book um, by TJ Klune. And it was the first book by that author that I had read, and I devoured it. Could not put it down. Gave my heart all the warm, good feelings, and now I'm super pumped to read two other of their books. Um, I read a book called You've Reached Sam, which I believe is like just YA fiction. Um, about this girl whose boyfriend ended up dying and then she found his cell phone and they were able to communicate across the veil essentially for a very short time and um, so it was interesting seeing that and uh, it had a like a decent look into like depression and things like that so um the book that I'm trying to finish up now in deeper waters. Um, I also read the tea dragon society, which another graphic novel, um, children's book, actually a series set of three and they're gorgeous and they are so good. And I cannot wait for when we eventually talk about these on milk and cookies. (laughs) I love them. I did read the first two of those. I just haven't finished them. I wondered if you got through them. Because yeah. I, I thought you'd finish the first one, but I wasn't sure about the second one. And they're just, they're so pretty. The mm. the books themselves are just beautiful, and it's just such a, like, low-stakes book. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you don't have to stress. They're very, they are very, very feel-good. Yes. Yeah. Cozy fantasy. Cozy fantasy. And I, like, I'm... 2023 is going to be my year of the cozy fantasy because I want to read all of them. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I need something to make me feel happy, but I need that dose of (laughs) romanticy. The duology that is haunting Adeline. That is, um, that is a dark romance. You've read that? I you need to read the content warnings before reading that book mm-hmm. to know whether that book is for you or not. There are a lot of people that book should not be for. I am not one of those people. <laughs> she, she, I like it. <laughs> it's it's um dark. Yep, definitely read the trigger warnings. I enjoyed it. Um, I definitely could see how others would not, but I, I did. I really ended up liking it. Um, I think it's a fun little read of a duology. Um, and then my last one, which has probably taken up my most time, 
is the world of Zodiac Academy, <laughs> which it's all set in this place called Solaria, but there are three different series that are all intertwined in that world. Um, the biggest one being the Zodiac Academy series, which is like 10 books and four novellas and still not quite done. I think we've got like one or two full books left for that one. Um, but then there's a prequel series that is a set of five books that are totally completed, um, which I think is my actually my favorite of all of them. Um, and then there is a future series that is set after Zodiac Academy timeline. Um, it's currently a three book set. I think they're going to make it five books though. So this whole thing together is, I don't know, did you count it the other day when I sent it to you? I didn't count it, but I think it's somewhere in the realm of like 20 books. And count, <laughs> and counting. And and I went into Zodiac Academy. This this these book series are written by two sisters. Just together they write these books. Um I ended up going into this series just because it seemed like it was popular um lately. And I didn't know what I was going into because I just, I liked the cover. So I started reading it and it was popular and why the heck not? But I ended up not really liking the first couple books. Um, I liked the setting. I liked some of the characters, but the, the dynamics um, and some of the uh, tropes I really could not get into. It was a little rough for me for the first, like, two, maybe three books. Um, But then when I tell you after that, the grip that this series has on my soul is (laughs) absolute. (laughs) It's it's insane. Um, I am so far down the rabbit hole of this series that I, I... cannot get out of it I have sobbed so much especially with like the most recent books seven and eight and eight and a half and gosh so so hooked on this I uh, yeah (laughs) yeah and I just I just just wish other people would read this so I would have somebody to yeah, I started it today. I'm like, I'm only 10% in to book one of Zodiac Academy, so The Awakening. Yes. So I'm only like 10% in, but yeah, I did start it today. I don't know why, because she did send me the list beforehand and warn me, and I did look at it like, geez, that's a lot, but I did it. She so. has asked me multiple times, will you read these? And I'm like, I can't commit to... A 20 book series right now. Says the one that post Throne of Glass was like, I need another long ass series to start. Yeah. You really hop series like right after we had finished a long one. Yeah, but 20 books is real. 
um, unconvincing. Don't, don't look at don't look at it like that though, because like I broke it down so nicely. She did for me today. Like, yeah, she this, showed me the tags. This is the best order. You just you break it down into four sections, and like the first section is four books, and the second section is five books. The the third section's a little lengthy. Nine what? books, but but then the last section's only three. So I <laughs> so I I started reading reading the Poppy War. Oh yeah. This last week. Oh yeah. I'm yes. about a quarter of the way through it. And before that, I was really really debating on starting. Mistborn. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yes, I need. Yes. So that is one I have been recommended that book so much, like that series, Brandon Sanderson. Mm-hmm. I've heard so many great things about his writing, and he has a lot of stuff out. So many books. My yeah. problem is, is, is like you know, well, I want to know how to read these because Mistborn is there's two separate series. It's there's so many. Six books. Mm-hmm. And I stumbled upon this TikTok of this guy. He's like, if you're gonna start reading Brian Sanderson. This is how you have to read them. And he's like, you got to start with the series of blah, blah, blah. And then you can read Mistborn. But then you got to go back and read this one. And then you got to jump here. Yeah. And then he lays it all out for you real nice. And then at the very end of it, he's like, then you can read the the sequel trilogy yeah. to Mistborn. I was like, okay, I'm good. I, yeah, I, I, get... I just don't want to jump into something that... Well, sometimes... Just because it's a back and forth? Well, sometimes when, you know, you have such a huge world with all like different sections and you got prequels and stuff that happens in the future and things like that. And you have to, the best way to read them mm. is like broken down and you have to flip between all these things. Sometimes it gets overwhelming and it's kind right. of a turnoff sometimes, mm. especially when we're like doing so many different things because then, I mean, when we did um, the tandem read that got a little challenging at times. Because even you, you had to like, didn't you have to get like the physical books and like tab everything? Didn't I, you? Yeah, I had all the the tabs in the books, and somebody took out all my tabs. She did. The you pictures. were done. Yeah, because I know you were reading everything digitally up until that point, right. and you're like, I can't go. And that was just with two, let alone like reading a book and then like, okay, now I have to go to a prequel or something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the difference there, though, is with the tandem read, you're reading two books at the same time. You are flipping back and forth between chapters. At least something like this and, and the way that you make Mistborn seem, you're reading a whole book. You're reading a whole book. Yes, but I think that the tandem read, because they were going on at the same time, yes, they were different settings. But when we went back in the middle of Throne of Glass to Assassin's Blade, that one kind of messed with me, too, though. True. I get what you're saying. Yeah, that kind of messed with me a little bit. Yeah. Because I was just like, well, one, I just want to like get on with the, like, the story that I'm reading. Mm-hmm. I understand why we have to go back. But then like we had different characters that I knew in my head were dead or whatever, weren't pertaining to the main story. It was it kind of messed with me a little bit, and that yeah. was just one prequel in the middle of a series. True. This, I this get what you're saying. another big reason why I haven't like dived anywhere into Stephen King. Ah. because there's there's like this very specific way that you're supposed to read his books because they're all mm-hmm. connected yeah there's a big like big world of like some of his books Stephen and... King world yeah pretty yeah. much what mm-hmm. did you not know that no yeah they're all I connected don't... by the dark tower I have read one Stephen King book ever and that was a long time ago you're gonna see a lot of TikToks about it now phone's listening <laughs> I'm telling you 
But I, I mean, see enough you know, stuff. <laughs> that that's like the reason I I I want to jump into Brian Sanderson because you know everybody says he's such a great author. Brandon. Brandon, sorry, what did I say? Brian. Brian. <laughs> my brain is. Your Brian. My brain is mush. <laughs> but I don't want I don't want to have to commit to jumping series and books right now. I just said I started the Poppy Award this this week. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. And that was that was actually a misprint weird copy that we got from the bookworm in in uh Elkhart. Yeah. The pages are weird. Up. Yeah, they're yeah. weird. I love it. It's unique. quirky. Yeah. Quirky. Yeah. So I I am Man, I love Stephen King. I should read some of his stuff. I gotta say though, I did read what was it, the The Outsiders. Um this was maybe maybe last summer, something like that. Loved the book, hated the ending. But I man, I whipped through that thing, and then I got to the end, and I was like, "What the fuck? <laughs> Are you kidding me?" But yeah, that's a good book. I want to read his um, new one, the fairy tale, a fairy tale, whatever. Fairy tale, just fairy tale. Yeah, I want to read that one. I think Alicia's read it, but yeah, I, I really want to get into that one, too. I'm a big Stephen King fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love Stephen King. It really messes with my head. I love it. Mm. Well, cool, guys. Anything yeah. else you guys want to talk about before we end this six-month special? We got a lot of fun things coming up for the future. Awesome books and series planned that we'll be rolling out as the weeks go on. Um, yeah. Are there any any ones that you know that we're going to be doing in the future that you're really looking forward to? Honestly, I read what you tell me to read. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't even know what we have coming up next, to be quite honest with you. Mm. So... I'm excited for the next couple episodes to drop, though. Yeah, for real. I'm really excited about, yeah, the books that we've read after Mm -hmm. the end of Hunger Games and after Hunger Games. So, Yeah, we've got some um, pretty popular books coming up. A handful of them. So keep an eye out for those. Yeah, this is this is fun. We should keep doing it. <laughs> That's the intent. No, but it's been good, and I think that between the three of us, like we've always been good friends, but I think that we've become better friends through this. So, well, and you know, I was just talking to uh, my dad about it the other day. I was like, you know, I couldn't have picked two better people to be able to sit down and and discuss this content with. Mm-hmm. You know, we may argue, we may bicker, whatever about our opinions on these books, but I have thoroughly enjoyed myself just sitting down with you two, talking about it. Milk and Cookies is a blast. Um, I get so many compliments on how well Aspen handles himself on the mic when he's our guest. Kyrie... Our only other guest yeah. did a fantastic job on that. We've got some 
new guests coming up here soon. Right. That will be um, probably in August. So that'll be a good time. So, yeah, I'm having fun, guys. I love you guys. I love you too. (laughs) This has been a blast. I'm, I'm excited to keep going. Agreed. And, uh, yeah, it's been a really good six months. Cheers to six more. Yeah, for real. All right, guys. Well, thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. You know how it goes. If you liked what you heard. Oh, God. And you heard what you liked. (laughs) (laughs) Make sure to check out the other podcast from Golden Mojo Entertainment. On Mondays, that is The Call Guys. On Tuesdays, that is Golden Image Podcast. On Wednesdays, that is the United States of Paranormals. Paranormal? <laughs> the Paranormals? Paranormals. On Thursdays, the Golden 80s and Indiana Chiefs fans. And on Fridays, the Murd Nerds. Indiana Chiefs fans and Murd Nerds are still currently on hiatus. Summer break. Fun. You can find us on Facebook instagram um little disclaimer we are on youtube i have stopped posting videos on youtube um i will eventually play catch up and get all those posted on there it's a time thing it things is. happen it's all good um you can email us at acobabpodcast at gmail.com if you have any recommendations you want us to go check out your favorite bookstores any specific merch you'd like to see us roll out? Ways you want to... Yeah, talking about merch. Yeah, ways you want to... You got any fun events coming up locally? There you That'd go. That'd be cool. We like going to stuff. Send us all mm-hmm. your bookish recommendations. and We would love to hear them. And the website for Golden Mojo Entertainment is live. It has a very... Um, new merch store. There are a couple pieces of merch on there for each of the podcasts. We will be flushing that out as we go. Um, that's goldenmojoent.com. Sweet. Happy six months. Read with you later. Mm-hmm.